The EPL Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all of the EPL, European Football Champions League, college basketball, NBA, and XFL action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is your home for college basketball futures. You don't have to go to Vegas to buy Vegas bets. PropSwap is available in many states where there is no sports betting. Use the promo code SGP and get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Borrow, makers of the internet's favorite sofa. Get $75 off your purchase and free one-week shipping at Borrow.com slash SGP. That's Borrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash SGP for $75 off at Borrow. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is a leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey guys, you're listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. Coming off a, another lock win here on the EPL this weekend, I got a lot of tweets about people that were happy with the stuff that we gave out at the weekend. Um, we had that draw, of course, in the Everton Man U game. That was written up on the article on SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Landed a dog play with uh, West Ham this weekend against Southampton. And, of course, the lock landed with the Brighton Palace under cashing easily with just one goal in that game. So the lock record for the season now continues to improve at 28-13 on the year. And we look to land another one this midweek as we look at the FA Cup stuff. I'm doing this on Monday, so I'm going to make the assumption that people are not going to listen to it in time for the Portsmouth Arsenal game. So we really do start here with the the tie of the round immediately off the bat here with Chelsea versus Liverpool. Tied around in terms of uh, who the teams are, in terms of what their stature is, but probably not in terms of personnel. I'll get onto that in a minute. Chelsea 5-4 to four to win this game, 12-5 to five the draw and 19-10 to 10 on Liverpool. Um, Liverpool to qualify from this game are at 11 to 10, whereas Chelsea are the four to six favourites. Why would Chelsea be favourites against Liverpool? Because they're at home and because Liverpool aren't really interested in this competition. However, when you do look at the price, I feel that the bookies think that Liverpool may have a small interest in staying in this competition to the point where you may see some big stars on the bench that may come on if they're needed. So you may see Salah involved in this game. You may see Mane involved in this game. You may see Firmino involved in this game. You may see... Origi, Lalana, Milner and other fringe players starting in this game and that may possibly be enough to give Liverpool a shout to beat this Chelsea team. I don't think that's the case. I think Liverpool with the result against Atletico Madrid will be quite willing to forfeit their spot in this competition especially now with the league record gone. I think the fringe players may feature in the league a little bit more I believe the FA Cup isn't something that interests them. They've already won the European Super Cup. They've already been crowned world champions. They've already won the Premier League. They already have a treble, not a treble to rival Manchester United, of course, but 
a treble nonetheless and it will be a quadruple if they can retain the Champions League which will be a monumental achievement and I believe everything now is geared towards this Atletico Madrid game and I don't believe that you're going to see Van Dijk, Mane or Salah anywhere near this game or even Firmino and I believe even those fringe players may start this game on the bench. Now of course if I'm wrong, you will have the option to, to cash out. But I think the bookies have been cautious here with their pricing. And I think you have the opportunity as a punter to get involved here at Chelsea at the beginning. And once the team news get brings itself out, and if it is a complete surprise, you should be able to hedge out against it for what will be a loss, but it'll be a minimalistic loss. But, of course, if Liverpool turn up here and field an entire bunch of kids, your 5-4 to four is going to look amazing because it's immediately going to move maybe even as short as minus 200. So you're getting a bargain price here, jumping on Chelsea and making the assumption that Liverpool are going to put out the kids, the kids that got smashed by Aston Villa in the League Cup. Now, Chelsea obviously are going to take this competition seriously. It's their only hope of a trophy this season. They're out of the Champions League. I don't even think they're going to field a respectable team for the second leg against Bayern. And of course, they need to finish inside the top four. That is a priority, of course, securing Champions League football. But I don't think it's enough for, for them to exit the FA Cup Whereas Liverpool, they would exit the FA Cup. They've already exited another competition earlier on in the season in order to prioritise the World Club Championship. And um, we've also seen Liverpool field a weak team in this competition in order to give their players a winter break. They did not hold their players back for two, three extra days to play in the home game against Shrewsbury. Yet the kids still got them through. But the kids playing against Shrewsbury... And the kids playing against Chelsea is a completely different kettle of fish. And we saw these kids get smashed by Aston Villa, as I've already alluded to. And we've got a Chelsea team here with better players who want to progress in this competition. It's going to be a strong Chelsea team, possibly resting one or two, going up against a Liverpool team, probably, pressed, probably resting 11 starters. And if I'm wrong about that, then you do have the opportunity to hedge out here for a small loss. But if I'm right about that, then as I said, Chelsea, an unbelievable price here at five to four. And if you even want to be on the, on more of the safe side of that, take them here at four to six to qualify from this tie. Up next, uh, we have a game between Reading and Sheffield United, where Reading are available at 10 to three. It's five to two to draw, and it's three to four on Sheffield United. People talking about Sheffield United as being contenders for the Champions League. And of course, if they do win their next game in hand, they do go ahead of Man United in the league and sit right on the tail of Chelsea in fourth place. Whether that's a realistic possibility or not, I'm not too sure. And whether that's enough of a possibility for them to continue to rest players in the FA Cup, I'm not too sure about either. But this does represent an unbelievable opportunity to get through to the quarterfinal stage. And if they get themselves a nice home draw, then this is a team that will be going to Wembley. Don't forget, the FA Cup allows you the opportunity to play your semi-final at Wembley. So you don't necessarily have to go to the final to give your fans a big day out that they'll love. And Sheffield United will want to cap off this season with that and give that to their fans quite strongly. So... I do feel we'll see a strong team here that will get past this Reading team here within the 90 minutes. I'm going to go for Sheffield United to win this straight up at the price here of 3-4. to four. Another interesting game on Tuesday, or the last game actually on Tuesday, sees West Brom hosting Newcastle. Now, throughout this competition, Steve Bruce has made his intentions clear that he wants to challenge for a trophy. And now that they are looking like they are pretty much safe in the Premier League, although they will need a couple more wins, this may be where the focus lies. Now, the greatest concern here for, for Bruce will be the fact that his Newcastle team didn't score a league goal throughout the month of February. Although that didn't wind up in defeats, and they did end up 
succumbing to a couple of very boring nil-nil draws. And they've been a great under team for us, by the way, as well. Um, it will be concerning in terms of who's going to find a back of the net. One thing you're going to have to be concerned about here is that Newcastle will put out a weakened team. Steve Bruce has made it clear throughout the competition that he wants to have a cut run for his fans. And as I said, they're not in a position where they're in many major danger of going down. But what you'll get on the other side of it is you will get Newcastle here playing against the weakened West Brom team. Now, we've, it's been proven tonight, Portsmouth, even though they're a lower league team and have done very well to get to this stage and have got a big tie against Arsenal, they have rested six players because promotion is their priority. Anybody involved in relegation or promotion or has an opportunity to get into the top four will rest players for this competition, despite the fact that this has a lot of romance attached to it and has a lot of historical value. When it comes down to it, teams are prioritising where the money lies, and that is with promotion or avoiding relegation or getting into the top four. So I believe West Brom may go on to do exactly what Portsmouth did tonight. Therefore, it gives Newcastle a much better chance to beat a West Brom team that are resting players. Could West Brom, at full strength, beat this Newcastle team, given that they are top of their league and look like they're coming up to the Premier League? Of course they could, especially with Newcastle's recent goal-scoring record. Could a second string West Brom team who resting seven or eight players here against the Newcastle team that are prioritising this competition, can they get through? Maybe. But I think that it gives Newcastle much, much better value, even uh, not just as an underdog here, whether they're 15 to 8 underdogs, but as the even money underdogs to qualify. And that's where I'll be placing my bet here on Newcastle to continue on in this competition and qualifying over a West Brom team who have other priorities this season. Moving on to Wednesday, and we look at Leicester versus Birmingham, where Leicester are the two to seven favourites, nine to two to draw, and it's nine to one on Birmingham. Leicester looked like they were absolutely guaranteed top four football. They only needed to reach the 65-point mark, but they have really, really laboured in the league. Um, Jamie Vardy didn't play on Friday and without him they looked like they didn't uh, didn't really have a goal in them, uh, didn't create too much. They've uh, they've played so much for Vardy under Brendan Rodgers, that sometimes it's difficult to play when he's not there. I mean, there have been situations and examples this season where they've coped without him, but um, they didn't look very good on Friday. And as I said, they haven't really looked good since the uh, since the Christmas since the Christmas period and coming into the new year. But this will be an important game for them to get through to another cup quarterfinal, which should lead on to a, a semi-final, given the teams left in this competition. Unless, of course, they come up against a, a Tottenham, a Man United or, or a Chelsea. You would think Leicester are looking quite good here to have another run to to another semi-final. And this time, they'll get to play at Wembley. And that's something that they'll definitely want to do. I think they'll win this game convincingly. I think this is an opportunity for Leicester to get right. And I like the minus one handicap here for Leicester at four to six as uh, Leicester continue on here in the competition. Before we move on to the Sheffield Wednesday versus Manchester City game, let me take in second here to talk about the sponsor here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Everything I'm betting here, you can bet over at mybookie.ag. They have got the fastest payouts in the industry, the best promotions and a helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get $1,000 
in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our primary code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's our primary code SGP to get extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, and get paid at mybookie.ag. Also, I want to take a second here to talk about PropSwap. March Madness is around the corner, and PropSwap is your home for college basketball futures, even if you state doesn't have sportsbook you can still purchase live sports bets at PropSwap. so there's a great opportunity for you right there prop swap is america's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets because you're buying directly from another person so you're not getting it from the house you're getting it from another person you not only can you find great deals but you'll also be able to buy bets from states where there is no sports betting all season long, PropSwap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world. Last week, a San Diego State Championship future that was originally bet for $100 of odds of 400 to 1 sold on PropSwap for $1,200. Those odds are now odds of 32 to 1 for the buyer. That's better than any sportsbook in the country. Sign up for PropSwap.com today and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP, that's SGP, at the time of deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. Continuing on here with our EPL show, FA Cup fifth round special, and we move on to the Manchester City game on Wednesday, where they will be travelling to Sheffield Wednesday, and they are the overwhelming 2-9 to favourites to win this game. It's 10-1 on Wednesday, and it's 19-4 City. Coming off the back of the League Cup victory at the weekend, I don't think City are going to put up any let-up here. It's such a good squad where they can rotate players. So even though Aguero came away with a knock, they'll put in um, Gabriel Jesus here and they'll still have a good enough team here to go through. Not sure if there's much value in them here at 2-9 to nine, unless really you're looking desperately to bolster up a parlay. Um, I think there could be... Uh, an opportunity here to cash in on the minus one. But for me, I'm not giving that out as a play in terms of something that I really want to be on. I'm giving it out as a play because it's something that I have to do here. I have to pick every single game. And um, I'm not sure how this game will go here. Um, maybe Sheffield Wednesday can put in a goal in this game because both teams to score seems to be cashing fairly frequently in Man City games, uh, especially since Laporte is not there and uh, John Stones looks very susceptible to a mistake nearly every time he takes the field. It'll be 10 to 11, 10 to 11 there on uh, both teams to score yes and both teams to score no. But if you take City and both teams to score yes, you can get that one up to 7 to 4. Up next, you have Tottenham versus Norwich, where Tottenham are the four to six favourites to win this game. It's three to one. The draw it's six, uh, 19 to five, sorry, on Norwich. I think coming off the back of that defeat against Wolves, three to at the weekend, Tottenham's Champions League hopes are hanging by a thread. And uh, the only thing that Mourinho can do here to compensate for not qualifying for uh, the Champions League would be to give his team a trip to Wembley. And I think... Uh, a semi-final spot would be respectable enough um, if they do miss out on the Champions League. I think they have to, at the very least, deliver that. And um, given the fact that they don't have Kane and Song, I think the Champions League is done for them now. I think that defeat is pretty much going to spell the end of that for Tottenham. 
Uh, I, I really fancy Man United to go there in a couple of weeks to win at Tottenham as well. They, they seem to be really struggling. They don't seem to be able to find any kind of replacement for, for, for Son. Uh, Kane was obviously replaced by Son. They seem to be managing, but now they look really, really short. And they're not being helped by the defence because when they do score two goals against Wolves, you can't concede three at the back. And this is very, very un-Mourinho-like. Fortunately here... The drawn up against a side that I think won't provide too much of a goal threat, despite the fact that Norwich got that win against Leicester at the weekend. They pretty much did end up scoring with their only real um, dangerous attack of the game. So I don't think that they're going to provide Tottenham with as much danger as Wolves did. So if Tottenham can put up two goals in this situation, I think that they'll go on to win this game. And I'm not expecting Tottenham to rest any players for this either, despite the fact that, as I said, um, they are... They have a thread of hope through through qualifying for the Champions League, through the league, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think a cup run here to the semi-finals, at least, may be Mourinho's saving grace. But I think there's not going to be too much pressure on him anyway. I think he's pretty much guaranteed to be the manager to start next season, even if his team finished 11th in the league and, and lost this game to Norwich, because when you don't have Kane and Song, it's not really a fair reflection. But I think what is a very bad reflection of Mourinho is the way that his team have defended this season. I don't think there's any excuses for that. I don't think Tottenham, under any circumstances, would have thought that bringing Mourinho in would have resulted in them conceding as many goals as they have. And... Um, doesn't matter who plays at the back for Tottenham. They've not been able to address this problem. Didn't even matter that they had the winter break. They've still come back and been defensively poor. But in this situation against Norwich, I do think that Tottenham will win this game. Closing out with Derby versus Manchester United, where Derby are the 5-1 to one underdogs. Rain Rooney, of course, playing against Man United here again. 16-5 the draw, 1-2 on United tough game here to call um not i do think man united will end up qualifying here for this tie i just believe that they may have too much for for derby but the only thing i'm worried about is how higher priority the fa cup is now it sounds odd because oligon Solskjaer, since his reign hasn't exactly set the world on fire because Man United haven't won anything under Solskjaer. They failed to make the top four last season. We're currently playing Europa League football and we've been very inconsistent all of last season. But we come into this game on a consistent run. Um, we've kept seven clean sheets in the last nine. Uh, we haven't lost since that, since that defeat against Burnley. And um, we are now looking like we could legitimately qualify through, for the Champions League via the league, not just in fifth place, but we could get a top four, so it will, top four spot. So it doesn't really matter what happens to Man City in that situation because Man United would be qualifying anyway. So how important here is the FA Cup really when you've got a chance to qualify for the top four and you're still in the Europa League with a, with a draw against LASK in the next round which you'd be expected to qualify from you would think it's not really that important so I don't think Man United here are going to come in with 11 changes or anything like that but players that maybe carrying slight knocks and whatnot like Anthony Martial may not play this game and we may not even come into this game with Bruno Fernandes and that's going to give Derby an opportunity to qualify and it's going to give us no value here on Man United here on four, at 4-9. Four to nine. So for me, I would leave this one. I narrowly lean towards Man United to win this game and to, and to get through to the next round because they obviously should have enough squad players to get through against the championship team like Derby. But I personally wouldn't be betting on this one despite the fact I am, of course, a Man United supporter. Before we get on to the lock, let me take a second here to talk about Borough. 
Burrow are the makers of the internet's favorite sofa. You can get $75 off your purchase and one week free shipping at borrow.com slash SGP. That's borrow.com slash SGP for $75 off at Borrow. We're also, of course, brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 as some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience get started today and ace is offering up to six weeks free as i said once again aceperhead.com slash sgp that's aceperhead.com slash sgp let's close out here with a lock on the show and for me there's only one way to go I'm going to go with Chelsea here in 90 minutes. Obviously, I've laid out what you do here if you turn, if it somehow ends up being a strong Liverpool team. Just hedge out the bet. We don't need to take a massive risk here, but the opportunity is there for you to land a very, very easy payout, and you may be able to get a five to four bet here at something that should be more of a minus 200, even close to minus 300, because if it's Chelsea's strong team against Liverpool's kids, then you've hit the absolute lottery here with five to four. It's too good as opportunity to pass up. As I said, make sure you hedge out. Don't take the risk if Liverpool are playing one of Salah or Mane or this team looks strong or they have all of these players available on the bench. You don't want any part of that. Cash out, hedge out, do whatever you need to do, play a different bet. If you're looking for an alternative lock to that, then I would take um, Tottenham to, to beat Norwich. But for me, I'm fairly confident that we'll be very happy at around about 6.45 tomorrow when the team news comes out and it's Chelsea with a very, very strong team going up against a weak Liverpool team. And this 5-4 to four is going to look amazing for you. So once again, take Chelsea here in this game. The underdog play here, I think I alluded to it earlier, I would take Newcastle to qualify. They are underdogs here against the championship team, but this is a championship team that aren't going to be resting, aren't going to be playing with their players. They will rest players. Their focus is winning the league and getting back into the Premier League. They don't have a massive gap um, where they can just mess around. They're only one points ahead of Leeds and five points ahead of the team in third place. So they haven't got room to, to mess around and, and make the FA Cup a big focus. And I don't think that they will do that. And as I said, we've already seen it with Portsmouth tonight. As for the party here, very simple one here. All takes place on Wednesday. Leicester, Man City, Tottenham is your parlay. And that all happens on Wednesday here in the FA Cup. That's it from me in this edition of the EPL show. I'll be back at the weekend with regular EPL action over on LockBetting.com. Make sure you check out the European show as well. 75% locks have landed on that this season and we hope to get one for you this weekend. The uh, PL for lock betting is always up for free on the lock betting site. So you can check all of the results for January and February for free on the feed. The January ones obviously went out at the start of February. And now we are at the start of March. You can see that February's PL is at the top of the page. It's all free to look at. We don't bullshit you here. The lock betting stuff is, is free to look at. You can see what we do every month. Unfortunately, this month, um, we did eat into our profits with a four unit loss on Dante Wilder, but we had an amazing start, absolutely smashed the Super Bowl so we've made profit once again as usual 69th month in a row of profit over at lockbetting.com so make sure you check that out and get involved
Last thing I'm going to talk about, some people will be fine with it, some people will love it, some people will hate it, but we are heading towards WrestleMania, and this is WrestleMania season, and there are more markets up for wrestling than ever, and it's literally free money for my clients, and you can be one of them. You can bet not only on the match winners, not only on the next champions, but you can also bet on what matches will take place at WrestleMania. You can bet on the star systems. You can bet on... um, match duration you can bet on anything just just so many markets available and of course there's another pay-per-view this weekend with the elimination chamber taking place so as i said wrestlemania season it's free money every single year and you can get involved and you can cash in on wrestlemania over at lockbetting.com and uh as i said some people might not like it but Free money is free money, and we win money on WrestleMania every single year. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets, as always, and thanks for listening. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean, but sweat happens. That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox.